0: Hello everyone and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360, your go-to resource for medical news and clinical updates. I'm your moderator, Jessica Bard, with Consultant 360 Specialty Network. According to the World Health Organization, endometriosis affects roughly 10% of women and girls who are of reproductive age globally. Dr. Dan Martin is here to speak with us today about his team's research, the epidemiology of endometriosis is poorly known as the pathophysiology and diagnosis is unclear. Dr. Martin has more than 50 years of experience in the study of endometriosis. He's the scientific and medical director of the Endometriosis Foundation of America and a professor emeritus at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center in memphis tennessee thank you for joining us today dr martin can you please give us an overview of your research
1: so this is a paper on epidemiology that was put together by a wide range of authors from nine different countries most of us have worked together and known each other for more than 20 years and two of us have collaborated for more than 30 years epidemiology is the study and the distribution of the determinants of a disease in a population Since a confirmed diagnosis of endometriosis requires surgery, we only have good clinical data in women with pain or infertility who had surgery. There's less data on women who were treated medically or with complementary care, or even on those who have incidental asymptomatic endometriosis.
0: What are the risk factors for endometriosis?
1: Probably the biggest is genetics. About 50% of all endometriosis cases have a genetic background. The other 50% are more related to environmental toxicants such as the endocrine-disrupting chemicals. One example is dioxin. Exposure to exogenous estrogen, like diethylstilbestrol during embryonic growth in the first eight weeks has been implicated. There's probably changes in the vaginal, uterine, or bowel bacteria in their microbiome. Estrogenic stimuli. It's been thought that an estrogen-dominant state is is part of the problem but it's not so much excess estrogen as it is progesterone resistance. So normal estrogens but resistance progesterone increases the chance. Women who have uterine malformations, age at menarche, prematurity, and low birth weight have, have had an increased chance. There's conflicting data on race with old data suggesting that white populations had a greater chance and current data suggesting that blacks mixed race populations have an increased chance, but the data on that's so conflicting that it's hard to say who's endometriosis. It's more to assume that any woman can have it. Parallel to the risk factors are the symptoms if it's painful. So pain is a primary symptom in about a third to a half of women with endometriosis. The rest have either infertility or no symptoms. The most specific pain that we found was menstrual pain with bowel movements, any pain that limits work or daily activities and a past history of surgery for cysts. Pain with menses is also implicated, but is not as strongly uh, associated.
0: Thank you very much for your research on this and for your time today. We really appreciate you being on the podcast.
1: Thank you, Jessica. It's been a pleasure being with you today.